Welcome into DTC, boys. We are very close to not having a podcast anymore, and I, for one, am very, very excited about that. Not just because I can use some of the free time, but Washington, we are just one win away from a championship after 20 long-suffering years, miserable years of cheering for the Redskins, the Wizards, more recently, the Nationals. Our Capitals, our C-A-P-S, Caps, 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 are one win away from a title. And it's impossible to explain this to somebody who is not a D.C. sports fan. Maybe those donkeys in Cleveland could have understood it a couple years back before LeBron came back and brought a championship there. But this is, you know, historic is the wrong word. Exciting is the wrong word. There is no adjective for how I feel after watching the last 60 minutes of hockey. There really isn't. I don't care what the score said. I was nervous all the way through, even though they had it in the bag from the beginning. We'll get into the you know the X's and O's and the uh, the overall feels, so to speak. But off the jump here, let's get everyone on here and let's just talk a little bit about your your star of the night, what you expected coming in, because I'm gonna call Steve out here because Steve had a big L coming for this team. Boo. FB had a W in the books, and LP was. Uh, I think he was coaching. He was coaching uh, a soccer team or something. He was doing something else. But let's go around the horn here. It's the Big Four. I don't think we've podcasted together in 2018, so it's nice to have everyone back <laughs> on the, uh, you know, on the ones and twos. But Steve, let's go to you first. Why did you think this was going to be a loss? Uh, I, I'm sorry, Joe. Before I get into that, I, I'm. It's 11:10 right now after the game. I'm watching Leon Harris get mugged. By some Arlington bros downtown. Okay, there's nothing like DC right now. <laughs> I mean, this is this is like a peak DC right now. But um, why did I think? Look, I mean, this is the the reason the Caps won today. I mean, they played great. But let's be honest, puck luck is a real thing, and puck luck has cost us many a series for many many years. And it seems like the 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 bad luck that we've had over the last 10, 15 years has come back and has totally reversed in one ser- in one series and in one playoff uh, you know season basically i mean l- look at that empty netter basically that vegas had in that first period the guy missed it i mean this is incredible and now you're getting oshi you know off of foot and then wilson you know tripping into it and then i, I mean this is unbelievable but it it it's not luck it's confidence and it's a team that's hot it's a team that believes that they that they can win and they find a way to win and that's really what it boils down to. So hockey, very much like baseball. I'm seeing a lot of similarities. You're not answering the question. Why did you feel like the loss was coming today? Steve's just trying Vegas, to get his mic time in so he can go. Because <laughs> Vegas had outplayed us for a lot of games. That's fair. One and, and they two, outplayed the and, first and 10 minutes, three. too. I mean, they, they outplayed I, us the entire, maybe they, even the entire opening, uh, they, opening period. That, that, that was shocking. Is the first, first 20 minutes of the game in the first period were up. Uh, you know, uh, what were we up three nothing yeah. at that yep. point? That's right. And, and we had been outplayed for half of that. So that how, how did they outplay incredible. us the first period when we were up three zero? They, I mean, uh, the, the, first, the, the first half, the first half of the first period. I, I would liken yeah, it to puck, the puck Cavaliers the being, time. you know, tied at the end of game one <laughs> of the NBA Finals, <laughs> which they had no NBA. I know, but here. I mean, LP asked the question, and I think it's fair. I mean, the Caps were outplayed. I, it's it, it wasn't the scoreline wasn't indicative of how the game was being played. 
In fact, on Twitter, FP was manning the uh, the Twitter machine tonight or the text machine, and it was uh, how many comments did you see about how f- the speed of the game, how fast yeah. these guys oh, are, yeah. the swarming, I mean, the, the, the counter the game, even yeah, even the pace of the actual game. I mean, you got. 10 minutes of actual hockey time and 15 minutes of real life. I mean, the actual pace of the game is going so fast and that's a Vegas staple. That's them just using their speed going North and South, not or not East and West. I mean, they, they were all over the place and they had a lot of shots on goals. Uh, I mean, at this point, like the pipe is going to have to be the MVP. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they, they hit the pipe three, four times in the first period. I mean, that's Steve saying puck luck definitely came in our favor tonight. And it, it was amazing. I mean, the the team as a whole just crushed Vegas and and when you see Reeves out at the end, there Tom Wilson out at the end, just trying to manhandle us and get under our skin and cause some injuries so that Game Five can go their way. That's when you know the Capitals are coming out there and they're playing a the game and they're getting under the the Vegas Knights uh, head. I I agree with you on everything you just said. The end, the last 45 seconds to a minute, and we wanted to start early. I'm glad, I'm glad we didn't because I wanted to see that myself too. It, I think it was actually um, that would may have maybe a microcosm of the series. Like they, they on paper, I think are the better team, but in, in you know when it comes down to it, the the closing minute or minute and a half of tonight's game, you could tell they were rattled. I mean, this is not what they expected. As Caps fans, we wanted them, we wanted to go into Vegas and split. That was our best case scenario. And split at home. I don't think anybody had us winning two at home, given how we've played on home ice all season long, and specifically in the playoffs. So it it was just it's incredible to see professionals when they get rattled the way that Vegas seemed to be rattled. Absolutely. And and furthermore, when you see a guy like Tom Wilson show restraint and DSP show some restraint too, like they and Ovi getting in everyone's face and saying, "Hey, let's just get out of here. We don't need any suspensions. Don't don't well, give them anything." Well, because they they have a big picture in front of them right now, and they know so now close. is not the time. They That's they right. see how close they're. That's and right. And the 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 biggest thing about how the Caps are performing tonight, um, and this is your hot take. We had six different goal scorers. Mm-hmm. None of them were Ovi, and only one from the top line. That means this team from top to bottom was playing balls to the wall, checking sweet passes, collapsing the middle. I mean, Holtby was hitting his rebounds to the outside. This team from top to bottom was on fire. I mean, it was a complete game. We got a little outshot in the first half of the first period, but we took control of that game, and and we had the matchups. And shout-out to Barry Trotz. He was doing his matchups, and he was always one one move ahead of, of the Vegas Knights, and we were just ready for everything well, they had for us. Well, I mean, if you look at the game, it was clearly – Vegas comes out down to one and they basically said they're going to punch us in the mouth, right? And they're going to try to jump on us and try to get out to a start, get the crowd out of the game, take the crowd out of it, get the team nervous. And when we weathered the storm and not only weathered the storm, but then took advantage of our power plays. And that was huge where we didn't get a lot of scoring chances, but when we got on the power play, we, we, we connected and, and, you know, big shout out to John Carlson, right? And, you know the thing about Ovi, people knock Ovi and people have been saying Ovi's the problem. You watch those power plays, and I don't know anything about hockey, but I know when a team is zeroing in on Ovi, and that's what's creating a lot of the space for Carlson Absolutely. and Denny and Backstrom and those guys. So Ovi's sitting there, and so when they turned and they moved Ovi to the top, it freed up Carlson for that one-timer goal. And so Ovi really uh, makes a difference, even if he's not in the box score. Um, Definitely. But- they have to account for him. They have to track him. And... It, you know, uh, I think it was uh, was a Tom Wilson's goal. I think it was Tom Wilson. He was able he was able to skate 
to the front of the net basically free, right? Because whoever it was on the bottom uh, bottom side or TV side or whatever it was pulled two defenders to him, and, and he was basically standing in front of uh, in front of Flower and just was able to, I mean, fire it through. Um, let's get LP in here t- on this too. LP, you watched the entire game. We know you're a little under the weather, but give us your uh, your you know your fifty thousand foot view of what happened tonight. Maybe talk a little bit about Oshi as well. To me, it was very clear there was one team who was who wanted it even more. Yes, maybe Vegas came out firing on all cylinders the first ten minutes, but the Caps wanted it more. You saw it in the third period. You saw when they when they're on the uh, the penalty kill. I mean, there was clearly a team. And, and who wanted it more, and, and none can be more uh, seen by that in Oshi and his hits. I mean, Oshi completely knocked that guy out with the back check. Um, it, to me, it just seems like there was a team who was desperate, and there was a team who was happy to be there, and the team that was desperate won. The team that uh, was desperate won? I don't think we were desperate. I disagree. There were were we happy to be there? Or were we desperate? I, I don't understand your bumper. I'm a little, I'm confused things. too. I think the Nyquil. I think he may have taken the Nyquil <laughs> early tonight. I'm a little confused. Look, there was a team that played we, better. Can we? And the team of that course, played better. Team that somebody won, won and somebody lost. Very Look, good. What we need to take a moment and talk about the postseason that Kuzi is having because he has been on fire. He had four assists this game, 31 points total in the postseason. That's tied for second most. In a single postseason in the last 20 years, tied with Sidney Crosby, uh, Evgeny Malkin is the highest with 36. I mean, Kuzi has been playing an insane postseason. I mean, and Hurt likening himself to Jordan, all this stuff, and he's just coming out here, and he is he is just leading the charge. And right now, he is the best player on the Cavs. I think he's your MVP. I love me some Ob- I think he's, yeah, your, I I love think he's the MVP Ob- of the series right now, too. If it's not going to be Holtby closing out the next game in a shutout, it, it's got to go to Kuzi. So let, let's switch gears here. Let's talk a little bit about, about the Vegas Knights team because this, seem, this team seems completely off their game right now. The name that has – I think it was – I think I only heard the name uh, Marchessault, Mar, uh, Jonathan Marchessault, twice maybe during that TV telecast, maybe three times. Like that guy is a is complete non-factor right now, and it's not his size. I mean, I mean he didn't grow. He didn't shrink. His speed is still there. He's just the Caps are doing such a good job of making sure that 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 Brady can see everything in front of him. Uh, I mean that that's definitely one adjustment they've made in Game One of the series. Everything Vegas got was basically you know they were greasy goals right in front of the net. You know mm-hmm. the the deflections and the weird angles and stuff like that. That's not happening. But it's shocking to me that a guy of of Marchessault's caliber is just completely missing. Uh, in action, and the other guy that I'm completely stunned by his performance is Marc Andre Fleury. Like this guy has been the thorn in the side of the Caps for the better part of a decade. As long as I've cared about hockey, he's the guy they couldn't get past. They have completely lit him up, and this isn't an East Coast West Coast thing, uh, you know, because he he looked great. He looked like classic, you know, flower all the way through the Western Conference. Then they get to the Capitals. And these guys are lighting him up, and and I tip my hat too to Trotz. I think he saw something on film, or somebody saw something because there's no I can't explain why he's giving up so many goals. And is anybody else seeing something? I'm surprised he wasn't pulled. To be honest, I thought they were going to come out and pull him, maybe either halfway through the second or at the, to start the third. I'm surprised he was able to finish the game. 
Uh, a lot of it comes down to to the Knights themselves. They're playing sloppy defense. So when you see the Caps on defense blocking shots and always making sure that the the puck goes to the outside and and staying in the slot of 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 the Knights, the Knights are doing the exact opposite and we're getting multiple chances and second shot attempts and all that stuff that's happening. No goalie is going to be able to do that. I mean, you saw that with Holtby in game one. We played sloppy defense, and they got it in on Holtby. And and it just comes down to fundamentals at this point. When you're this late in, in any postseason game of any sport, it all comes down to your fundamentals, your football 101, your, your bread and butters, as LP likes to say. And you just keep it simple, and you play a solid game. You don't do any sloppy, no-look passes in your own zone. You don't do any... Uh, you don't I pull mean, a Holtby and clear the, clear the puck, get all cute. You know, like you know, I I will say, it's kind of appreciative that I felt like all of DC media just kind of didn't mention that at all. Like nobody really talked about that because they I, I don't know maybe Holtby would hear us or something. Or I mean, he made one head, he's made one mistake one error, in four right. games now. So one error in four games. The defense is absolutely they're playing I mean, loose, but six still, games really. Sure, Zero goals in the last five power uh, penalty kills. The guys been guys, playing lights are, out. Are, are, are we going to miss the big DC story and not talk about TJ Oshie taking the Metro? Uh, <laughs> I mean, the, the, look I think, at what these I think are him doing rocking, the city. They're making think, the Metro cool again. I think the, <laughs> I think him rocking the white pants is cool again. I mean, that's... I uh, mean, did you, today he didn't have enough money to get the, to the exit. <laughs> if there's the guy one guy who's got money in this cents. town, it's <laughs> TJ Oshie on his seven, let's, his lifetime contract. The story isn't him taking the Metro. The story is the Metro not breaking and him making it to the vault. That's the real story. Yeah, I'm saying the Capitals it, have rejuvenated a city. They've rejuvenated a Metro system. <laughs> it's incredible. It had to have been planned. It had to have been planned. There's no way he just jumped on the Metro. No, uh, there's no, a no. conspiracy he's, theory. He's done, right that, he's done that quite a few times apparently throughout the season. That's just but, hockey being but, hockey, but, buddy. But, Joe, are, are you I, – I think maybe I, I might be jumping the gun here, but are you ready to take stock of what this – and, and all of you, what this uh, team is doing for this city. I mean, we saw uh, the pictures yes. tonight, the aerial yes. views. Yes, I was ready. One. I was ready when the, we went the Capital to... One building in Tyson's? Capital There's... One building in Tyson's completely lit with uh, Capital's colors. Hey, it, it yes. goes further than that. M&T, M&T Bank yeah, Stadium Baltimore just changed everything up to red for us. I mean, uh, for, the record, I'm not, for the record, I'm not crazy about Baltimore sharing the team. I understand, <laughs> but... Like it's kind of how we shared the Orioles for a long time, I guess. I'm okay with it, but I don't really love it. Uh, but to answer your question, ex- Steve, when we were it. when we were the, the watch party for uh, what was it, Game Six of the uh, was it Game Six or Game Seven? Seven, seven, seven. Game Seven. When we were downtown for that that watch party, fourteen thousand people at Cap One. That's when I realized what was happening. The the city is taking over. Like hockey is. I'm ready to say that hockey is going to sub. It, it could challenge the dominance of the Redskins for the past decade. It's on that path, and a championship, I think, puts it over the top because this team. Let, let's be let's be honest here. Trotz is the is the only guy that they have to make sure it comes back. Everyone else, for the most part, is under contract. The DSP is a is a a distant second. But if Trotz is back and most of this roster is back, you're talking about hopefully starting something here that that. You know, maybe you challenge again next year. I don't want to get that far ahead, but yeah, I mean, Washington, like DC, is all red. I have coworkers, and and you guys, we don't talk about our our day jobs too much, but I have coworkers that and and bosses that have told us that all all emails have to be typed in all caps as to not jinx the run <laughs> that we're on. You know, there's 
There's people, it's not even calling out of work. It's just I'm working remote from the street, basically, because I want to be down there. The city is buzzing in a way that I, I don't remember it ever. I've never, I don't think I've ever experienced it, man. We were what? We were like eight years old when the when the Redskins came through and won. You know, we're 12 years old, 13, 14 years old when the Caps were last in this position. Speak for yourself. I was three. Okay, you were three, even more so, right? Like, our kids are all going to grow up, and Steve said this a couple times, now, our kids are all going to grow up cheering for, you know, perennial challengers, all-stars, real teams with that are competing every single year in the Nats and the Caps. You know, you could even argue that the Wizards are closer than the uh, than the Redskins are right now. But regardless, the city is overtaken. Everywhere you look, there's a red sweater. Everywhere you look, there's somebody with a, with a Caps hat. Or like I said, emails that are ending with, uh, you know, hashtag all caps. The city is buzzing in a way that, I mean, we got, there's priests that are taking notice of this, man, and tweeting on about, about the Caps and whatever. Like, it's it's cool. Like, this is awesome. I mean, you can't explain this to someone who's not truly from here. You know, and even the transplants, the people that have been here for, you know, several years, someone like, uh, if you look at like, um, uh, what's her face, Brit, um, ah, help me guys, Brit, Brit Brit yeah, yeah, so she's adopted the Caps for the last like 10, oh, please, are you gonna, uh, you can get off your soapbox, okay, oh, please, (laughs) get off your soapbox, I mean, all right, but can I be fan for other reasons besides politics? Yeah, you can, as long as you don't (laughs) park in a garage. You, oh my God! Yeah. Okay. Look, let's 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 you get can. all we we but get the city's what buzzing, saying. baby. The, the city's the point buzzing. Is, this is gonna happen. This is gonna happen. But you know, you We're know, gonna anyone be else feel like we're living in a fantasy. But, but what I, it, I really no, don't know what, how to act. This is it, reality. But really, what it feels like when you look at the city is we've watched so many other. I mean, like, how did we know to just show up outside the arena? How did we know? How did the idiot know to climb the the flagpole or whatever to climb the light pole? Like it feels like we've watched. Who, we watched who invited Sting and Shaggy? That's what I'm saying. It feels like we're, <laughs> we're. It's our time in the sense of we've watched all these different cities celebrate. All these cities get past, get over the hump and, and, and get past these hurdles. We saw Philly do it in the Super Bowl. Uh, we've seen other cities do it. Cleveland. So, Cleveland is a perfect example. Forty yeah, years we saw of Chicago. nothing. We saw, we, we saw the Cubs do it. Like get over, you know, the curse and all that. So what I'm saying is, it feels like we've watched these guys, and now we're saying it's our time. And you keep on calling it Title Town, USA. Hey, why not? <laughs> I find that hysterical. <laughs> what? We're so close. Why? We got the DC it's, United it with two-time champions. We got University of Maryland. They won it once in upon a time in 2001, I think, or whatever it was. The Washington Castles. The Washington Castles. That's right. No, Stevie. Well, I, I, I think. Mean, I, look, we are. I, I think <laughs> if you go back and listen to the tape, I I think you maybe are understating your faith in the Nationals this season as well, right? Maybe it's mm-hmm. the rookie manager, maybe it's whatever. But Title Town USA, yeah, maybe it's a little tongue-in-cheek, but if the, the Capitals are one game, they have, one, they, have, they have, what, four chances to win one, three chances to win one game here. I, I mean, you have to like those chances, although this is D.C., and if they, I mean, I'm not even going to say what could happen in seven, but you got to like their chances. They're outplaying Vegas end-to-end. And the Nationals have proven that they can they can play too. So, you know, Title Town USA maybe like like I said maybe it's a little premature, but we could go from having no championships in twenty years to two in the same year. Very much well, again, I, I think similar I, to Cleveland, almost at the getting very with, the, with the Indians. To temper need, what you said, we need one and three. That's all that matters. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up two things right now because I've been quiet for a while. One about the Nationals. Let's talk about Zim. And Max showing up, I leading the it. chant. 
I love that. And I hope they go up to Bryce tomorrow and they just give him hell. And there's some like friendly uh, S talking in that locker room because. But for the record, I'm okay with, with him cheering for the team. Totally okay with it's Bryce cheering. On, he's one of like six homegrown Las Vegas natives. So it's totally acceptable for him. Secondly, and this is going to be a question that Joe likes because it's open-ended and he can steal the mic. Name me a city that deserves it more right now. We are the only city that deserves to have this magical ride, to have this this playoff chase. Name me, name me a city that deserves it more. Know. Philly, Philly got theirs. Cleveland this. got theirs. I don't know. I mean, deserves is a wrong is a weird word. Maybe maybe Seattle because they don't they have their teams taken away from them. I, I don't know. <laughs> how do you answer that question? I don't know how someone I mean, deserves. Well, what did anything. we do to deserve this? Waited. We like we waited. That's we're, what we we're, but we're not even loyal, faithful fans, and most of DC is not. Look, I didn't say I, me. I, I take I take issue with that. When there's there's no such thing as a Caps fan that's going to look at a bandwagoner and be like, "What are you doing cheering on this team?" I didn't say if the you, Caps. I said the city. That's what, a, that's city's a, not loyal. Go look outside. Like, 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 true. Not true. Yeah, true go look at Redskins fans. <laughs> they turn the on that team is. every year. Quality of living is fantastic in this city. <laughs> okay, we live in a fantastic city. Okay, nice salaries, good jobs. Okay, we're in a good city. What I'm trying to say is forget about Titletown, USA. But the realistic view of this city right now is really is Event Town, USA, in the sense of you just got two games of the Stanley Cup, potentially a third game. Vegas, uh, you know, holds court and wins Game Five. <clears throat> so you have. Three games of the Stanley Cup here, in, in, and then you go two weeks from now or three weeks from now, we start talking about the All-Star game. And you're, you're the epicenter of sports where every other sport stops, and you are at the center of the Midsummer Classic and baseball. And then <clears throat> right after that, you have the, the playoffs with the Nationals making a big playoff push. And, and then you got the Redskins, you know, whatever they do. So what I'm saying is D.C. can really become a hotbed of kind of sports fever and sports mania that can really capture the heart of the city if the Nationals hold uh, do their part and the, the Capitals close out. Let's pump the brakes a little bit, though. We need one more win, and, and that's no, all that really matters. The none of that stop, really, stop the none of that really matters. We need the Mission hey, Accomplished it's okay banner to believe. from George it's W. Okay Bush. To believe. Okay? We need to wrap ourselves in Mission Accomplished banners and go streaking down <laughs> Pennsylvania Avenue. This is in the book, baby. We're done. We're done. We could we could put a nail in the podcast. It's over. We've done it. Joe, the four of Joe, us have you, defeated the curse. <laughs> the four of us have year, done it. <laughs> it took a year and a half. Not I bad. didn't even talk. I didn't but, even talk about the military parade. Guys, and we're gonna have a military. That's parade. That's right. <laughs> Ovi and Potus are gonna be on a float together. Come on, isn't that awesome? Isn't that must watch? What is uh, what does Putin say about that? Yeah, <laughs> he's welcome. Uh, why not invite him? I mean, half the team is Russian. Why not? Hey, come and join us. <laughs> Come celebrate with us. I'm excited. Guys, I mean, look, I told some coworkers the other day that were like, you know, I don't know, maybe just being annoying about their, oh, I don't understand hockey, I can't watch it. I said, listen, just I a month ago, I didn't know anything about anything about this sport, okay? I love it. It's, it has, sup- I mean, it has surpassed the, like, my love watching sports. I mean, I can't watch the NBA now because of the NHL. I don't think I can watch yeah. the NFL. The, the I couldn't watch the NFL the, anyway. So the excitement. This is a. I mean, to, to Steve's point, anybody who watches twenty minutes, one period, you, you get hooked. And the fact that you're doing it with seventeen thousand other people, whether you're in the stadium or not, 
And everywhere you go, like I said, there's there's people people rocking you know Capitals uh, sweaters over their suits. Like uh, the t- the towels are everywhere in my office in D.C. Like this is the type of stuff, like Steve well, said, that we watch on TV. Other towns do, and we are so close to doing it ourselves. Like I'm excited, and I want I'm excited to take my kids to uh, a victory parade. You know, you just well, you just I was just about to say that that last point that you just said is you know what I really underrated about hockey is the family friendliness of it. I know they showed towards the end of that game Brett Connolly throwing the pucks up to that little girl a couple times. It kept on getting stolen, and she finally got the, the puck. Hockey is a really that's the other kind of similarity to baseball. It's a very family friendly outside of the crushing skulls and Tom Wilson breaking everyone's head off, but <laughs> it's a really family friendly event. And so you see a lot of the kids on their parents' shoulders, kids going up to the games. And so that's another really cool part is that it's a little bit more family-friendly, certainly more family-friendly than uh, the NFL uh, and probably think, the NBA. Uh, I think Thursday's going to be a lot of Arlington bros and boobies, if we're being honest <laughs> with each other, okay? I'm, I'm good with that. Yeah, the celebration is going to be a lot of fun downtown. Look, the, 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 the thing you have to realize, especially with this game tonight, and and how the series has been going, has been going. This game was boring tonight. This is the most bored I've been watching Caps playoff hockey this year, and that is fantastic. That is the best news ever. That I I I got bored watching this game because we had such a stranglehold on Vegas. And the biggest thing, and I, I tweeted this earlier, was it was the blocked shots, and we were we were getting blocked shots, and usually that's something that goes against us in the playoffs. And this year and this team, this is the first time that I don't feel overconfident. This is the first time I trust myself to not feel overconfident with this team because they're doing the right things. I'm not – yes, there's puck luck. Yes, there's all that, that, that mystery and magic or whatever. But we're playing fundamental hockey right now, and we're doing the things that we would be doing regular season. And it's, it's showing right now, and it's getting under Vegas' skin, and it's, it's fantastic that this game was boring. Well, let's start putting a bow on this show, boys. Let's go LP first here. What do you expect to happen Thursday night? You know, be realistic, but, you know, maybe speak from the heart. What do you think will happen if they pull it off? Who's the hero behind it all? And where will you be watching on Thursday? We'll go LP, FP, Stevie, and then I'll take us home. I will go with what I said the first podcast of the first game of the series. Caps in five. I think Caps come out strong. Uh, give me four one caps hero of the game. I'm gonna go with Backstrom. I like it. That's not 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 much of a stretch given how many goals they're putting in on Flower. All right, FP. Um, I say we take it. Um, the hero will be Kuzi. He's gonna get even more points and he's gonna take over the game. Um, I will give us a four two win. All right. Stevie, Thursday, what happens? Um, I think very similar to tonight. I think Vegas comes out, balls out. I think they try to just kill him off the, 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 you know, once the puck drops, they just go all out and try to really strike first. I think that's been a lot of Vegas' problems that they haven't been able to strike first. The Capitals have scored first in like six of their last like seven uh, playoff games. So, I think they're going to try to score first. If the Capitals can weather that early storm, just like today, the first 10, 15 minutes of that first period, play to a draw, potentially, you know, uh, a sneak a goal in. And I, I do think the Capitals are going to win. I think Vegas is a defeated uh, team right now. I think um, 
they don't believe they're going to win. I think um, pick a know, score. Markham, I say three one Caps, and I think um, yeah, I'll go Kuzi. I mean, I think he's the fastest player right now on on the ice. I think he's he's been incredible. So I'll go Kuzi, and I I think Kuzi could make a play for uh, a MVP. I like it. Me too. I, like it too. I think I'm gonna. So I think I think it's gonna be Ovi, and I think it's gonna be low scoring. I think I think this trend is gonna change. I think it's gonna go two one, and I I actually see them falling behind. I, like I see the nerves coming back now that it's very very close to happening. Similar to game one, I think I think on third I think game five is gonna mimic game one in a lot of ways. I agree. I think they're gonna need to weather the storm. I think they're gonna go down probably to start. I think Vegas will get a nice pop being home. Being back in the desert, you know, just playing in front of their in front of the uh, the the fortress or in the fortress, but I still like the resilience of the Caps. I like the way they've they've been able to claw their way back. They stay even. Trotz does a good job managing his lineups and his lines and change and managing changes and extending and shortening uh, exchanges as well. So, uh, you know, I'm actually encouraged that they're going on the road for this one. Of course, you'd love. I'd love for them to win it at home, but if they can close it out, close it out. Like, let's not be greedy. Like, we're, this isn't a Warriors Cavs situation. Like, you can't, you can't give them one. You can't let them have any life. I think, I think you know, Mark Andre Flower. I think he's vulnerable right now, and I think you you gotta just keep putting pucks on him, the way Vegas did, uh, Hopi in, in Game One, and just hope you get those greasy, bouncy, discuss, you know, those easy goals. Just that's what you need to get. And personally, I'll be downtown, and I think Stevie got the okay from uh, from the boss, and I think LB and Ellie, you guys got to join us. It's going to be crazy, whether in the vault uh, or not. I don't, I don't care. If we make it in there, it'll be Section 113, our usual spot. <laughs> if not, just find us. Watch the Twitter account. We'll be somewhere outside Seventh and F. going crazy with everyone else. Um, how about a band? I, so this was uh, – so Good Charlotte gave us a little uh, – you know, dapped us up on Twitter. You know, they are a hometown band. They used to play the super dance at my uh, my high school alma mater way, way, way back when. But I would love to see them come out and do a concert. Uh, Foo Fighters are in Europe right now, so that's not an option. But who else can we get out there? Who can who can we tweet at to come give us, uh, you know, some music, a soundtrack for our championship rioting? Any suggestions? At one point, I remember Steve being in the chorus. Uh, I think that'd be that'd be a good one. If 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 there's a mic, I'm always available. But uh, to me, it's got to be Chuck Brown. Okay, I, I mean, I know there's a lot of white people over there, but you got to go back to DC's roots. Okay, this this is Chocolate City. Uh, so I know that that mayonnaise on rice uh, uh, caps crowd. Uh, they won't appreciate it, but maybe Chuck Brown. If they really want a, a mayonnaise on rice crowd, then go Dave Matthews Band. Uh, or you could go, or you could go Wale, Mr. DC himself. But. Yeah, you know, oh, those, I heard that earlier like today. The bros, they don't know enough. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, they, I think they, most people pronounce they it know Wally, Wally, you know, or Wall. <laughs> but but speaking speaking of brothers, is it far fetched to think that DSP might get a couple MVP votes? Yes, yes. <laughs> He's played okay, but he also gave up. Uh, game I game love game, me so. a DSP goal, and I hope he gets one on Thursday. But. I yeah. mean, if he gets one on Thursday, that's three out of, in three games. What's far-fetched was before this series, people saying Flurry was going to take it. So, Yeah. Uh, it, it's amazing to watch his demise, actually. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I don't feel bad for him. It's not, this is not a LeBron situation, but wow. But there's a reason he was, he was left unrestricted. 
Well, I mean, nobody nobody was aware of that reason until about four days ago when the Caps started lining him up because he looked great. He looked like himself, you know, for the entire playoff run. I mean, he shut down Winnipeg. He shut down uh, San Jose or whoever they played before that. I'm, I'm drawing a blank on their, their path to the final. But in any case, boys, we are one game away from wrapping up this DTC thing and putting it in a vault, burying it in the ground and saying thank you for for the lovely ride but we, we you know mission has been accomplished we'll see what happens i'm encouraged it sounds like everyone else is as well for those that are still listening join us thursday downtown as we bring home a championship to washington dc for the whole crew for stevie for lp for fp my name is joe thank you so much for listening until our championship parade or probably a show here or there between, we are out.